Shalom, my friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host, and the website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this work. Today, I am, it's actually Sunday afternoon, and I wanted to read through this past week's Torah portion, uh, which, as you guys know, if you just listened to the Haftarah, the prophets portion for this week, the calendar started over uh, this, this week. And so, we'd be back around to the very, very beginning, to Bereshit in the beginning. And so, the Torah portion for this week is Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, through Genesis chapter 6, verse 8. Now, admittedly, I had no intention of doing the Torah portion again this year. I uh, just wanted to focus on the prophets portion. We're still working through the book of Luke. We still have our psalm on Monday mornings. But I felt the need, the desire to read through Genesis or read through this week's Torah portion, Genesis 1 through Genesis chapter 6. And I thought it would be silly and it would just be such a great loss to not turn on the microphone and share the reading with all of you. I'm going to read from the King James Bible this morning. Let me read you the portion summary from TorPortions.org, and then we'll get started. Here's the summary. The scroll of the Torah is the oldest and most sacred of all of Israel's scriptures. It contains five books. The Hebrew name for the first one is Bereshit. It is also the first word of the book in the Hebrew text, as well as the name of the first Parsha, this week's reading. Bereshit means in the beginning. The English name Genesis comes from the Septuagint, LXX, the Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible. Genesis means origins. Therefore, the Greek name for the first book of the Bible means the book of origins. Genesis describes the origins of everything. It begins with the origins of the universe focuses on the origin of man and then explores the origins of the nation of Israel. As we study this first week's reading from the book of Genesis, we will learn a great deal about God, but even more about ourselves. After all, this is the story of our origins. When properly understood, the story of our origin helps us to find our destination. All right, my friends. I'm going to read from the King James Bible, reading in Genesis 1 through Genesis 6, verse 9. I pray you be blessed by this reading this evening. Let's begin. Bereshit. In the beginning, God created heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light, and God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening, and the morning, were the first day. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from a from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. 
and God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. And God said, Let the waters under heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas, and God saw that it was good. God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, and herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be signs, and for seasons, and for days, and for years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness, and God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every ring fowl after his kind, and God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let the fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and the cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female created he, them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb for bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, so that you shall be for meat. To you it shall be for meat. And to every beast of the earth, and every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. And God saw that everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day 
and sanctified it because that in the he in that he rested from all his work which God created and made these are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was not a man to till the ground but there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul and the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Now the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, that is, in which compasses the whole land of, Haval of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. There be bedlam and onyx stone, and the name of the second river is Gihon, the same as it compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hidekel, that is, it which goeth toward the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground the Lord formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air, and he brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field, but for Adam there was not found a helpmeet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. He took one of his ribs, and he closed up the flesh instead thereof, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed." Now, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. 
And when the women saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eye, and that the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam, and he said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, upon thy belly shalt thou go. And dust thou shalt eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. And to the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow, and thy conception in sorrow. Thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to rule, to, shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake, and sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. And the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return to the ground, for out of it was thou taken. For dust... Thou art, and unto dust thou return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. And unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become one of us to know good and evil. And now lest he put forth his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. And Adam knew Eve his wife and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. She again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. In the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. But unto Cain and his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? 
And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be in the earth. And Cain, Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out. This day from the face of the earth and from thy face shall I be hid. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that every one that findeth me shall surely slay me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord, and dwelt in the land of Nod to the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch. And he builded a city, and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. And he said, Unto Enoch was born Arad, and Arad begot Mahujalal, and Mahujalal begot Methuselah, and Methuselah begot Lamech. And Lamech took unto him two wives. And the name of one was Adah, and the name of the other Zillah. And Adah bare, bare Jabel, and he was the father of such as dwells in tents, and of such as have cattle. And his brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all such handle the harp and organ. And Zillah, she also bare Tubal-Cain, an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron. And the sister of Tubal-Cain was Naamah. And Lamech said unto his wives, Adah and Zillah, Hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech. Hearken unto my speech, for I have slain a man to my wounding, and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech seventy and sevenfold. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son and called his name Seth. For God said, He hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. And to Seth to him also was there born a son, and he called his name Enos. And the men began to call upon the name of the Lord. This is the book of generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam. And in the day when they were created, and Adam lived a hundred and thirty years, and begot a son in his own likeness after his image, and called his name Seth. And in the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, there were eight hundred years. And he begot sons and daughters, and all the days of Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. And Seth lived a hundred and five years and begot Enos. And Seth lived after he begot Enos eight hundred and seven years, and he begot sons and daughters. All the days of Seth were nine hundred and twelve years, and he died. And Enos lived ninety years and begot Cain. 
And Enos lived after he begot Canaan 815 years. And he begot sons and daughters, and all the days of Enos were 905 years, and he died. And Canaan lived 70 years and begot Mahalel. And Canaan lived after he begot Mahalel 840 years and begot sons and daughters. All the days of Canaan were 910 years, and he died. And Mahalel lived sixty and five years and begot Yared. And Mahalel lived after he begot Yared eight hundred and thirty years, and he begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Mahalel were eight hundred ninety and five years, and he died. And Yared lived a hundred and sixty and two years, and he begot Enoch. And Yared lived after he begot Enoch eight hundred years, and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Yared were nine hundred sixty and two years, and he died. And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begot Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begot Methuselah three hundred years and begot sons and daughters. All the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. And Methuselah lived a hundred and eighty and seven years and begot Lamech. And Methuselah lived after he begot Lamech seven hundred eighty and two years, and begot sons and daughters, and all the days of Methuselah were nine hundred sixty and nine years, and he died. And Lamech lived a hundred and eighty and two years, and begot a son, and he called his name Noah, saying, This same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil for our hands because of the ground which the Lord hath cursed. And Lamech lived after he begot Noah five hundred and ninety and five years, and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Lamech were seven hundred seventy and seven years, and he died. And Noah was five hundred years old, and Noah begot Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Chapter 6 And it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wise of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he is also flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them. The same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him in his heart. The Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. That is the end of week one's Torah Parsha. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, through Genesis chapter 6, verse 8. Now, you'll notice that I did not stop in the middle of the reading and give commentary and things like that like I did on last year's schedule. The reason is, is because the actual tradition is just to read the Porsche, the Parsha, the portion, not to stop every few seconds and give opinions. I will recap real quickly what we just 
read. And of course, you know I can't read Genesis chapter 6 at the beginning of Genesis chapter 6 without reiterating some important points that have been lost historically on the church. First, we have the six days of creation and the Sabbath. Then we have the account of creation. Then we have the first sin and its punishment. You have Cain. He kills his brother Abel. Interestingly enough, and what raises more questions is that you would you don't really read that there's a lot of population. I mean, you just you just hear about these first few sons of Adam and Eve, and, and yet Cain is concerned that when he now leaves where he's at, that he's going to be killed because of what he's done. God puts a mark on him and sets about this curse that would happen if anybody kills Cain. And it talks about the beginning of civilization, right? And then we read about the descendants of Adam all the way through Noah. Then we get to Genesis chapter 6. The wickedness of humankind. There's more to this than what the church teaches now. And you've anybody who's listened to my podcast has heard me teach on this 20 to 30 times over the last six years been doing this since 2014 and there's not a topic I've talked more about than the giants and the fallen watchers and we've read the book of Enoch and Jubilees and we've we've really beat this dead horse but I just want to reiterate it you know Chuck Missler used to say if sin brings a flood then we all better get on our life jackets the point that he was making here is that it was bigger than just the fact that man was wicked what we had here is a corruption of God's creation. We had the sons of God, the B'nai Elohim, which is in Hebrew, which anytime you see that phrase referenced in the Old Testament, it is clearly talking about angelic beings. One example would be Job. The book of Job, it says the sons of God came before God and Satan was with them. It was like an angelic host. It was like a meeting God having conversation with angels, one of them happened to be Satan. These sons of God came down and intermingled with the women. This brought forth the giants. And we see the giants all throughout the Bible and the Old Testament. Genesis tells us that there was giants on the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, and the same became mighty men, which were old of renown. Of course, the Israelites were terrified to take it, to go into the promised land because there was giants there, and they looked like grasshoppers in their sight. We have Goliath and his brothers with the six fingers. There's so many examples. I'm only touching a few. We need to understand that what happened in Genesis chapter 6 was more than just the fact that the hearts of men had become wicked. We had a corruption of God's creation in which he destroyed it all. And why that's so important that we understand the truth of that, that we don't just listen to these ridiculous suggestions by modern Christianity that the sons of God were the sons of Seth. It's absurd. And it does not, it's, it's absurd and it's not biblical and it doesn't go along with the rest of God's word. 
These were angelic beings. Giants were born to these women. We had a corruption of creation. So we have this story about creation and beginning of civilization, and then, of course, it's corrupted by fallen angelic beings, which leads to the wickedness of man. And the Book of Enoch gives us more information about that. You should go check it out on my YouTube channel. I've got playlists with videos after videos after videos talking about this stuff. The reason why it might be pertinent to us today, why it's so important to beat this dead horse, is because Jesus tells us that the end will be like the days of Noah. And I think what we're witnessing in our generation is a corruption of mankind again, both spiritually but also in a physical, genetic manner. And God was ready to end everything. But our portion ends with this promising phrase. So here's, let's read these last three verses again. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I'm going to destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. He was going to wipe out everything. It was over. Verse 8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And we'll have to discover the rest of that story next week. Lord willing, if he gives me the strength to do both the prophet's portion every week and the Torah portion every week. (laughs) Lord willing to be praying for me that he would strengthen me with the Holy Spirit that I'd be able to do all this. I thank you for listening. I hope that you've been blessed by this this morning. If you have, I'd love to hear about it in the comments. Please consider supporting this work. Please consider becoming a monthly Patreon subscriber. Patreon.com forward slash truthfed. There's also one-time support options if you just go to scriptureandprophecy.com and click on the support and donate tab i appreciate all your prayers all your support thank you for helping me to make this podcast happen over six years now i'm very very grateful all right peace and grace be with all of you and until next time god bless